Welcome to Couples Becoming Intentional. I'm Carrie. I am John. And here at Couples Becoming Intentional, we want to equip you with different tools and resources so that you can live intentional lives with those that you love to leave a legacy that lasts. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Becoming Intentional. Today we have just Carrie and I. We were planning on having someone else, but they're, they're coming eventually. It's they will be, be great. They will be. Yes. So stay we, tuned for a really awesome conversation. It might be jumping from topic to topic, but sometimes it's fun. Well, like that. a lot of the feedback that I've been getting from people who listen to our podcast is that they feel like they're sitting at the table with us. Mm. Like they're just listening in on a conversation, which when we bring these guests on next month, it'll be fun to be able to like see what those actual conversations are like because these are good friends of ours that family members family members of ours that we just sit around and have really intense and awesome conversations and we're really just going to hit record so you guys can hear all the different things yeah so today today i was having a conversation with said people yes which Which sparked this good segue (laughs) yes of uh We were just talking about, like, we asked them the question that we're going to ask them in this following um, episode. Don't know when it's going to come out, so. Sometime in June. Just, you know, subscribe subscribe to our podcast and it'll come out eventually. And um, we're talking about it and I, I came to this realization of, like, a lot of marriages are, like, getting their people are getting married Mm -hmm. for the purpose of, like, Mm self-gratification. What's in it for me? What is it? What, um... How can this make this, how can this make me happy? And I I came up with like these one liners because. That's what you do. That's what I do. (laughs) That's just how I process it of like, of uh, marriage is not for self gratification. It is for others edification. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just the pastor in me of just (laughs) making it rhyme. Yeah. But it like those catchy like sayings will Mm -hmm. make you. Remember, Remember. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those quotable moments that you say, oh, I write this down in my notebook and then it just sticks with you. Mm-hmm. And um, which led me to like realize, oh, I've recently read a book recently. <laughs> I think I read this in 2020. Yeah. So like three years ago, but it like still sticks in my mind mm-hmm. of uh, Secret Marriage by Gary Thomas. It's one of the best books I've read on marriage. Um, and his whole like premise is what if God designed marriage? to make us holy more than to make us happy. Mm-hmm. And that is a whole different like goal. And a mindset switch. Right. Mm-hmm. And so here at Couples Becoming Intentional, I think like we emphasize this. If you want to be intentional, you have to grow mm-hmm. towards a goal. And if you're not going to communicate that goal, then you're not going to grow together. I just like think back to... Um, I was reading in my devotionals today about um, the author who wrote this devotional was saying that she assumed that when she got married, her this was a specific one about money, a money, her money problems would go away. That she didn't need to think about finances. She didn't need to think about anything because a man will take care of that for her. Well, fast forward, she's 24, divorced and broke and doesn't know how to actually handle her money. And I think this is when we talk about like even Western society and just where we're at now, 
It's all about how can I, like what you're saying, the self-gratification, how can this fulfill me? How can this make me feel better? How do I not have to think about something because that's uncomfortable? Like with the lady from my devotional, like if she just got married, then she wouldn't need to take care of this dark side of her life that actually would need to be brought to life in order for her to be like move through her finances. Um, So I just, my my heart bent is, yes, we need to be very intentional about who we marry, when we marry them, and just all these different aspects of it because it can marriage and having a wedding is very romanticized in our culture. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to have the Pinterest worthy days or the Instagram worthy days nowadays and like spend thousands of dollars to make it the best that it possibly can be for the sake of other people watching. And I just think that there's so much more that goes into equipping a great marriage than it is just a wedding day. And I I remember somebody when we were getting married, I don't remember who it was, but asked me, are you spending as much time focusing on the marriage? Like you should be spending more time in this engagement process, focusing on how can you make your marriage better rather than doing all the nitty gritty wedding detail planning. And that was not the reality of I spent so much more time doing wedding planning Mm -hmm. because that was like the thing that we looked forward to rather than actually like preparing us for what life was going to be like after that day was over. Right. We are, we're preparing so much. There's so much build up to the wedding day. Mm -hmm. There's not much, about the marriage right of just like you prepare for that one day mm-hmm. but you're not preparing for like the rest of your days right because it all consumes you right. of like you just want the wedding day to go as perfect as possible and then you leave and it's a week later and the honeymoon's over and now you're stuck in why does he not pick up his socks <laughs> and why are there dishes all over and how come we can't we keep arguing about the same thing over and over again well if you had taken the time to prepare and process all of that maybe and not saying always that could have been resolved before like you spent all your attention in detail to one day back to your first point of just like that uh woman you're talking about of, yeah i was my my poll quote that i was mm-hmm. going to take like talks right like right into that of mm-hmm. just like um so in this book gary thomas quotes a 17th century christian author uh Francis de Sales. Mm. He's French. So, yes. <laughs> You're like, uh, I can say that. <laughs> uh, the state of marriage is one is one that requires more virtue and con- constancy than any other. It is a perpetual exercise of mortification, meaning to put to death, from this, uh, from this time plant. In spite of the bitter nature of its juice, you may be able to draw and make the honey of a holy life. And then he gets into a word picture, of course, because... That's what you do. Yeah, word pictures. And so he continues, he says, the um, notice that DeSales talks about the occasionally bitter nature of marriage's quote-unquote juice. To spiritually benefit from marriage, we have to be honest. We have to look past our disappointments, open up to our ugly attitudes, and confront our selfishness. We also have to rid ourselves of the notion that the difficulties of marriage can be overcome if we simply pray harder or learn a few few simple principles. 
Most of us have discovered that these quote-unquote simple steps work only in a superficial level. Why is this? Because there's a deeper question that needs to be addressed beyond how we can quote-unquote improve our marriage. What if God didn't design marriage to be easier? What if God had an end in mind that went beyond our happiness, our comfort, and our desire to be infatuated and happy as if the world were a perfect place? What if God designed marriage to make us holy more than to make us happy? I think like so often we get fall into the strap of like, well, if I just like listen to this author of like, oh, they figured out what marriage is and, um, and then I will have it figured out. We will get to this place of bliss and we will just be able to click on all levels and we'll like, um, we'll be just like perfect harmony mm-hmm. and like that, that's not a reality. Mm-hmm. I look at that as like the start, the starting point for even this book of this is kind of like his framework of building from the point of marriage was to sanctify us. The point of relationships is to sanctify us. The point of parenting is to sanctify us mm-hmm. to make us more like Jesus. And if we lose sight of that, even if it's in your parenting, if it's in your marriage, if it's in your friendships, if we lose sight of the fact that it's all for us to look more and more like Jesus, then we do get caught up in disappointment when people don't make us happy anymore. Or I'm going to let go of this person because I'm not happy anymore. They're not fulfilling me. Which I know that there's more in this book about how in in this book and just in general, like your relationships were never meant to f- completely fulfill you. It was only through Jesus that we find true fulfillment. So when you talk to people who don't know Jesus, who are, feel like they're like looking for something to feel whole and they're looking for it in all the wrong places or like what we would call all the wrong places or they're just searching for a solution to fill this ache and this craving that's inside of them, that's something only Jesus can. So when we are putting other people on that pedestal of, I need them to fulfill me, I need them to meet my needs, I need them to be able to satisfy me, we lose sight of the work of Jesus. And I think that's super important for us that within those relationships, within our parenting, within our marriages, that we're looking to be sanctified, to go into conflict with the hope of being restored. Carrie has never read this book. No, I haven't. And it is amazing of how much like she just she talks and like how much of this author like actually talks about like every aspect of life is to be grow us closer to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where I lost where that qu- quote was, but like, and then he goes on of like, yes, every aspect. The Bible over and over simply says, "Be more like Jesus," mm-hmm. but like rarely do we like try to figure that out in every aspect of our life. Um, and what was the what was the other one thing that you said? Can I go on a tangent real quick? Oh, We've been talking about this as we're studying the book of Galatians at our church. Of, um, I got posed the question when we were doing one of our YouTube videos of how come as Christians it is more comfortable for us to fall into legalism than it is to follow Jesus. 
And hmm. I got posed like I got posed that and her lead pastor did too during the during the taping and it's I see it and he said this too that it's more comfortable to fall into do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this. Like build everything based out of rules and legalism rather than it is to look like Jesus because now we're left with gray. Mm. So how you look like Jesus and become more like Jesus, the way that God has wired you is significantly different than me. And I've just been processing this a lot more because me having been very legalistic, highly purity culture, I can't wear this, I can wear this. And now like coming out of that and like wearing different clothes because I can, um, and checking my mindset and everything, but that people who look different than me, who act different than me, not necessarily me judging them because in my mind, they're not following Jesus. When in reality, this whole dynamic of how do I look more and more like Jesus is going to be so different based off of how God has wired you and your partner to be able to work together to be sanctified through that process. It's not like a cookie cutter one box like one size fits all. Right. And like we want to we want to emphasize like each person's spiritual journey is different. Right. Because uh God made some people just naturally patient. Mm-hmm. Some people just get the gift of like uh I will persevere through mm-hmm. whatever God like sends my way. Right. Other people will lose it on a dime. <laughs> yeah. They're quick to anger, mm-hmm. uh fast to talk. Yeah. And so, right, like the the rules are the same, mm-hmm. no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. But then they need to be more apl- more applied to where you are in your spiritual life. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus doesn't say, "Well, you're here, and I want you he- like that further down the line." No, he like meets you at where you are and says, "Like, okay, what is that next?" Like, okay, you're asking for patience. Mm-hmm. Here's an opportunity. To, to excel mm-hmm. at patience mm-hmm. and kids do a wonderful job <laughs> at making you yes. excel at patience or just utterly fail, which <laughs> is so usually true. the, yeah, the which, case. Let's be real. Um, but like Gary Thomas, like, right. He's trying to like um, change our perspective of just like saying, okay, marriage is not just about making us happy. It's about making us more holy. Because, right, we're supposed to be more like Jesus. And then he goes on, of course, like that was just the first chapter. Then he goes on to say like um, what what the purpose of marriage is, how can we can grow in it, what are those spiritual practices that we can adopt, not as individuals, but like together as a family Mm -hmm. and saying like, how can you pray together? How can you read the Bible together? How can you just like, edify the other person encourage them in their walk with jesus um because like our faith with jesus is personal Mm -hmm. it's never private right and so like there's always that communal aspect Mm -hmm. of our faith and we should never like lose mind like lose focus of that um so i'm just gonna um i'm gonna like read the titles for the the uh chapters that he has to see like where he goes if you want to pick up the book and actually read it like i encourage you to do so because it is all golden and i don't have enough time on this podcast to all talk (laughs) about it and then he has like great 
conversation or conversation starters or just good questions in the back that we can if you find yourself of like I did not go into marriage with the right reasons or I I'm about to get married like and I want to start off right we have some good questions just to ask so I'm going to like quickly talk about the like what where he goes in this book if any of these just like spark like curiosity spark some interest please reach out to us and say like hey like can you have a deeper conversation on blah 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 let's talk more about that as a future episode and then yeah we can talk for 20 30 minutes on whatever (laughs) you want us to talk about yeah um because if you never reach out to us we will talk about what we want to talk about and our interests and that might not align with your own interests so if you're want our opinion on something then ask a question so in chapter two uh, he goes into marital analogies teach us truths about God. Chapter three is about how marriage teaches us how to love. Chapter four, marriage teaches us to respect others. Chapter five, good marriage marriage can foster good prayer. Chapter six, how marriage exposes our sin. Chapter seven, building the spiritual discipline of perseverance. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Dealing with another broken person with in close proximity. That'll, that'll teach you. Yep, yep. Uh, chapter 8, embracing difficulty to, in order to build character. Chapter 9, marriage teaches us to forgive. More brokenness. How do you... Yep. <laughs> uh, chapter 10, marriage can build in, in us a servant's heart. 11, mar- marital sexuality can provide spiritual insights and character development. That one, we might just... That one sparks my curiosity. <laughs> so we might talk about we that one. might go back to that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, 12, how marriage can make us more aware of God's presence. In chapter 13, marriage can develop our spiritual calling, mm. mission, and purpose. Love it. Like, that's his conclusion of like, okay, we have have the, the core, the, mm-hmm. the foundations. Now let's go out. Right. Right. So as we wrap up, this episode today, there are some questions that Gary Thomas puts in the back that I'm just going to rattle off a couple of them that if you find yourself in a situation where maybe you're in a dry spot in your marriage, or you're kind of questioning the reason you got married, or maybe you have some regrets, or maybe you were a part of like what we were talking about in the beginning of what? Going into marriage as well. What is it? Go- I, I don't, going that's into- a wave. <laughs> Or if you're going into marriage or you find yourself in the season where you romanticized it and Mm -hmm. now you're feeling like stuck where you're at. Here are just some questions to really ponder. Uh, I'm just going to grab a few of them to run through. So one of them is, why did you choose to get married or why do you want to get married? And is it a biblical reason? Or to reframe it so you're not like checking your motivations of what was the reasons, what was the purpose behind your marriage. Right. How do you think, next question, how do you think most Christians would describe the purpose of marriage? Another one is, what has your marriage revealed to you about your sinful attitudes, selfish behaviors, and other character flaws? What do you think the reason is that marriage brings out so many character issues or character opportunities to the surface? And then this this last one is probably going to where you're going to find a lot of processing time. 
of even just from our conversation is how do you react to the idea that God may have designed marriage to make us holy even more than even more than to make us happy? Like, how does that sit with you? How does it make you feel? How does yes. you, what do you think about that? What, what ideas? What does your gut instincts say? Yes. What what <laughs> thoughts are coming to the surface as you're processing that? So we pray that those questions, just as a reflection tool, are supportive to you if you find yourself in this season, or to tuck this episode away, or send it to a friend that may be going through some of these seasons. Because we're having conversations with people all the time of them feeling like they're in a spot like this, but not knowing where to actually go. So we pray that you would go pick up the book Sacred Marriage and read a little bit more about it and just use these reflection questions to be something that would ultimately make us look more and more like Jesus. Well, that will do it for uh, today's episode. I hope that it sparked some curiosity into you, for you, to, it like brought about some new thoughts that ultimately will lead to a life more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That Yep, that's it. This, that's all folks I, that, that's all folks <laughs> this is what happens when john does the outro <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode see ya bye thanks for listening to another episode of couples becoming intentional as always if you have a question that you would like us to answer here on the podcast you can go ahead and send us an email at jcv house at gmail.com or you can send me a dm over on instagram at carrie baco we'd love to be able to answer and feature you on here on the podcast and as always if there is somebody in your life who would benefit from this episode feel free to go ahead and send them the link and if you love this content we'd love to be able to hear from you so go ahead and leave us a review over on apple podcast until next time we love you and we appreciate you see you guys bye